Hey, welcome to another exciting, fun-filled, action-packed episode of Two Shot Tuesday with you. You know, we're the same hosts. If you don't know us by name yet, I'm Jason Riley. He's Barry. Put that T in there, Nixon. And uh, we're here. We're here for another week. It's the best place to be on a Tuesday, Jay. It really is. And as we've said, you can listen to this any day of the week. You're not restricted, but we prefer our listeners listen on the Tuesday, though. Yeah, I think that's what we prefer. Like when we had our uh, AGM a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, our annual general meeting, we discussed how we would like our listeners to consume our show. And we thought it's got to be on the Tuesday. Doesn't have to be, but we would prefer. Remember when I said I was going to sort of soft shoe that in, and then <laughs> and then only if they didn't move their listening habits to Tuesday, then you would come in with the hammer and the you know the threats <laughs> and the hey we're we're having some cutbacks and all that kind of stuff. But right. So I just you know I was anyway we went right to the hammer and that's okay. Well, that's okay, Jay. That's the beauty of editing. You can just cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> all right. Speaking of cutting. Yes. And um, cutting people. Okay. Predators. I watched Predators. He cut some people with his yep. sword. So I wanted to move on. We talked about Predator 2. We had a, our disagreement, yes. our agree to disagree. Uh-huh. And so I moved on. I skipped over the um, AVP series. Yes. But yep. Predators 2010. I saw it in 2010, mm-hmm. 2011 or something. I definitely saw it at home. So I saw it on Netflix or some kind of streaming streaming service and watched it. And it was pretty good. I want your take on it. It was, I thought, a, quite an entertaining movie with an interesting premise. And that was the one with Lawrence Fishburne making a cameo and Adrian yeah. Brody's leading up the cast. And there was another guy. Toe for Grace. Yes. Where they right. land on the planet of the Predators. And then That's the Predators right. basically use this planet and they are, it's kind of like, I guess, Prey. It's not at all like that movie because I haven't seen that movie, but they are Prey for these Predators. Absolutely. It's like their hunting planet. Do you remember it much? Have you seen it recently? I, I, not recently, no. Um, I did see it in the uh, uh, theater and uh, mm-hmm. it was it was OK. I would give it, you know, it was it was better than average. That's for sure. Better I'm not a big two? Adrian. Not better than two. Okay. Let's not even go. There. I just want to see. I just want to see. Stands ahead. Jay's my favorite sequel yep. out of all of the Predators. And I enjoyed Prey. Prey was great. But like I said, there's just, you know, the nostalgia of the predator two anyway yeah you enjoy that so i yeah <laughs> I, I, I did like it i thought it was okay. good uh, towards the end it got a bit odd they, he went to there was a predator that was chained up that he thought could f- teach him how to fly the ship and he kind of did it ended up being a, a like a MacGuffin because they, they blew up the ship adrian brody went to see this predator spoilers everyone there was a predator chained up in the middle of the jungle yeah, I remember he went that. There, mm-hmm. And they said, and then later he was like, if we can get to this predator, he'll show us how to fly the ship. And he did, I guess. And then the other predator had a, a device on his wrist that he pushed it and the whole ship blew up. So they all have those Apple watches. Yep. They do. They do. The, the Apple watch. That's yes. a great comment because that's what it is. It's the Apple that's watch. That's basically where it came from. Yeah, that's where the idea yeah. we originally spawned from. But all um, you do, yeah. Also, Toe for Grace, didn't he turn out to be the baddie in that one? He did. Good yeah. memory. I remember it because he, like, was he a predator or was he some kind of, because he he knew that everyone had been brought there purposefully just to be hunted down. And he was kind of playing both one side against the other. Is that correct? Or I, What I got from it is that he was, like, employed by the predators. Like, they wouldn't kill him and he would lure them in yeah. to, to right. this, to them. But here's where I have a question. 
Lawrence Fishburne was also, he had been living on the planet and he said he had made it through 10 seasons of this. Yeah. So why, In that abandoned ship, right? Right. So why didn't he recognize Topher Grace? Like if Topher was there before, would they not have come in contact with each other? I guess it depends on how much earlier the Topher Grace character was on the planet. I don't remember that, that wrinkle or whether it was even addressed. It, I don't think it was. It was unless he was there, you know, the one before and he just never ran into to Lawrence Fishburne, but Lawrence Fishburne had been, he'd seen 10 hunting seasons. He'd said he'd been through. So, wow. And one starts right after the other. Cause at the very end, of course, Adrian Brody and um, the woman are, you know, how are we going to get out of here? And then they look up and all these parachutes are coming and it's the next batch. So yeah. Talk about not waiting for the next season, man. These yeah. guys are, they're on it. It's not the NFL. They go bang, bang, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. They, they, it's like our seasons. It ends. And then you have another episode next week. Boom. You're in season three. There you go. I love it how you were able to tie Predators back to our show. That's cool. Ooh. So anyway, Predators done. I'm next. I'm going to watch the Predator, and the, that's I've from never 2018. Yes, early. That Fox. one. That one. That one is okay. I, I would yeah. call that okay. Um, I do remember being more entertained with the people that we were watching in the theater with because one of the guys uh, had snuck in a whole bunch of old Milwaukee ice. In fact, <laughs> an entire backpack full. Uh, in which he consumed virtually every can and became louder and louder as the movie went on. And nice. uh, I'm sure not everyone found it entertaining, but I did. Uh, <laughs> this guy was this guy was something else. Anyway, so that's that's my memory of the Predator. Okay, shot number one. It's becoming an old favorite already. Jay, 1792 Small Batch Kentucky Bourbon. Hmm. Can't wait to try it. But in the meantime, I've got classic Jameson. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, mm. shiver. delicious, delicious shiver. Awesome. <laughs> it really was. It is possible to have a shiver, but also have a really good taste. Yeah, I know. The same, it seems like the two things are at odds, but that just happened to me. OK, great. Well, what have uh, you got for us? Let's crack on. Uh, well, I wanted to just uh, give you an update. I saw mm. the Strokes and the Red Hot Chili Peppers on yeah. Sunday at Rogers Center, and our listeners, no doubt, are already aware of this. One hell of a show. We had an absolute blast. And uh, maybe it's now a good opportunity to give a shout out to my buddy Brad's wife, Danielle, who has, you know, her own techniques of upgrading her seats and uh, this time she was able, and I'm not going to give away any of her trade secrets. That's that's for yeah. her to disclose if she wishes to. Okay. Uh, what I will say is that uh, she was able to get us all onto the floor for the second half of the concert. And we sauntered down there like we own the place and nobody said shit. And we just helped ourselves to some floor seating. And uh, <laughs> it was pretty fantastic. Life is much better on the floor at Rogers Center when you're watching a show. Zero lineups for beer, Jay. Nothing. Walk yeah. right up, get a beer. Do not wait. Every other place, uh, like uh, to get a beer on the 100 level, were the lines were insane. Right. Uh, and the merch line was ridiculous too. We still stood in it, but uh, anyway, shout out to Danielle for uh, hooking us up because uh, the second half of that show was just dynamite. The whole show in general, but our vantage point getting the upgrade to the floor was pretty pretty right. fantastic. And that, and again, not to give away any trade secrets, but I, I take away that there's an element of walk like you own it and like you belong there and people won't question you after a certain point. 
I think after a certain point, yes. Yeah. I think that's just a good rule for anything. If you just wander into a room or into a situation, you look confident, you look like you know where you're going um, yeah. and that you're not, that you kind of fit in or deserve to be there. You're not going to get questioned versus if you got your eyes darting around uh, or you're, you know, looking uncomfortable, then that's yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. draw attention I, to yourself. But yeah. I will say in, back in my clubbing days, yeah, that was a way to beat the lineup a lot of times or just yeah. to get in into you know that preferred you know the the guest list sometimes you can get in the and you can just argue your way in well i'm on the guest list i'm a who's guest list yeah i'm on trevor's guest list and then there, there would be a trevor somehow there would be a trevor was, <laughs> wow was that the go-to name that you would drop jay not not always trevor um john is always a safe one there's always yep. john who's got a guest list because john is such a common name uh-huh. You got to prove something. So you got to sure. have a guest list. You're always working harder when you're John. Yeah. Um, so they're always on a guest list. Trevor, not so much. But yeah, we, we would do that. Cool. One time, can I tell you a story about... Yes, please. I'm dying me to hear and, some of your club stories, Jay. Me and my friend Ryan were at uh, Montreal Pride and there's a club called Stereo. And it's, a, it's an after hours club. It's a club and then they dump everybody out. And then they have, and then they make everybody line up again. And then you come in as an after hours club, I guess, because they have different tickets or whatever, just different because you would buy tickets for the event. And so we would often go just as that transition's happening and there's huge lineups down the street. And I remember one time my friend said, because he used my last name, he was like, I'm Seamus O'Reilly. And I forget who I was. I was like Brad something. And we're <laughs> you from guys now. Had aliases? Yeah, he oh. had aliases and he would use the same ones. He goes, we're from Now Magazine in Toronto. We were doing a write-up of this club. It's, we know it's huge club. We're doing this write up. We're going to do a huge profile. It's pride month. We're going to talk about it. We're gonna, and so we got rushed into the club and we were at one point, we, we were the only ones on the dance floor because they hadn't let everybody else in yet. Holy and shit. yeah. And so we were the first ones there and then people started coming in and then this one guy comes up to us. goes, are you Seamus O'Reilly? And are you and we're like, uh, yeah, yeah. Without the jigs <laughs> trying to remember your aliases. Yeah. 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 Oh, wicked. Cause we also didn't pay. Cause we were saying we're from now magazine and all this stuff. And then this guy came up and said, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. If you guys had to wait, you guys want anything. We'll get you anything. There's no problem. There's a, there was never a check. We were just, this is who we were for the night. And it was just fun to be like this VIP experience that shouldn't have worked out, but it did. And it was amazing. We got <laughs> in for nothing. Are... Yeah. It was like huge cover. It was like when you went to the caravan, I think it was one of those, maybe not 50 bucks, but it was one of those big covers. Cause this was the place to be. It was a huge party. Yeah. That funny. is so funny. You guys were like, uh, what do you call that? Interlopers. Yeah, we were. <laughs> you guys, you just, you can't, it was like, catch me if you can. Now, how does the Montreal Pride stack up against the Toronto Pride? It's changed, I've heard, but at the time it was amazing. And the, why it was amazing it was mm -hmm. so much better because you could, one, they wouldn't jack up all the prices at the clubs for cover. They wouldn't yeah. do that like they did in Toronto. Yeah. And two, they allowed you to get, you could go and get stamped. And so you could go in, you could stamp and then leave and come back and leave and come back. So we would go and you'd pay cheap cover at like three different clubs. And they're all across the street from each other. Yeah. Um, not like in Toronto, they were, you know, you'd go across town to go to a different party. Mm -hmm. These ones were all across the street, almost from each other, five minute walks. So you could pay 10 bucks at each one. So you're basically paying $30 cover, but you're in three clubs and you can come and go as you want. Which was, That's amazing. It's just fun to be able to do that. And, yeah. you know, it's the middle of summer. And so you're going out drinking and you're walking around the streets and the streets are packed. And yeah. Then you do that. So Montreal Pride was always the best. Would yeah. you ever return to Montreal Pride or are those days behind? I, de the, they, I don't think they run it that way anymore. Um, but those days are kind of behind me. I think I'd yeah. be in bed by 10 o'clock at night. But 
It That's was so fun. amazing. It's almost like I don't want to go back to try and relive the experience because yeah. they were just such great experiences that it would just be like this pale experience of it, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah. I, I totally agree. When you try to redo something that was so mm-hmm. good the first time, it rarely ever lives up the second time around. It's like, remember what we used to do? We'd improvise a scene in our second city class. We thought it was gold and we had to improvise it a second time. Yes. And what happened? It was utter shit and we were all like looking at each other like when was this funny because it used to be we thought it was funny and now it's not at all it's yeah 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 now there is one thing that's as good the second time as the first time and that is shot number two yes wow thank you (laughs) all right for shot number two i am keeping a classic with classic jameson and i'm sticking with the kentucky bourbon Ooh, baby here's to you cheers I have two quick things, yeah. if you don't mind. Please. Um, listeners, you may recall that uh, Jay and I sometimes uh, talk about supplements here on the show. We have Supplements Corner. Yeah. And uh, so I wanted to share uh, that I've started taking a nutritional supplement called Athletic Greens, mm-hmm. or AG1 for short. One scoop a day and 12 ounces of water, you're, it's supposed to give you all your foundational nutrition for the day. So I just started that. Really? And yeah. you discovered this How? By listening to Smartless. Mm-hmm. That's where I first heard about it. And then I heard it again on Fly on the Wall, another podcast I like. And then I heard it again on the Joe Rogan podcast, and another uh, one that I enjoy listening to. So mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I've heard it a bunch of times, different sources. Let's give it a whirl. So and? I signed up for the uh, the starter pack. It's uh, like a 30-day uh, pouch, okay. one scoop a day. And uh, yeah, it's 99 bucks US, so it's not cheap. Uh but the shipping is super quick. I ordered it sort of on a Monday and by Wednesday it was already here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so so they super expressed it. Yeah, totally. So I'll see, I'm going to give it the 30 day challenge. And after 30 days of noticing any uptick in, you know, just overall, it's supposed to like help with gut health as well. Yeah. There's a bunch of different things going on there. So, and it's appropriate for any diet. So if you're a vegan or if you're gluten sensitive, it, you know, ticks all those boxes okay. as well. Now, do you have to put as much into a thing of water as you do like whey protein, like a big scoop like that? Is that the size? It's 12 ounces. And so they in the starter pack, they include a bottle that has the measurements on the side. So you can okay. very quickly and easily measure out 12 ounces. What I will say, though, is I put my container in the dishwasher, even on the top rack, and it kind of melted slightly. So it doesn't quite mm. stand up as straight as it did before. And the cap... <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more okay. tricky to get on. So uh, listeners, if you do decide to get some AG1 of your own, uh, I would recommend just hand washing the container yeah. that they're going to send you because it's not really dishwasher safe. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Why, you know, they spent all this money on express shipping. They could have upgraded the bottle. bottle, I guess. But maybe mm. they'll send you a better bottle if you get on the, the plan, the subscription. I mean, that's the end result, right? They, they want you to yeah. sign up to be on a, on a recurring thing. I elected to just try the 30 days and then go from there. But if I'm enjoying it and I feel like, you know, it's making a difference and I'll jump on board for the rest of the year. I would love if they gave a better bottle when you sign up for the recurring. That would be funny. Find that out. Maybe we should, we'll send this episode to them so they can hear (laughs) this because they they're paying for the celebrities to read their ad. Now they're getting us, you know, just talking about it doesn't cost them a thing. And And I'm actually, you know, an actual user. I am using it. uh, How is it so far? It's good. And it tastes, I mean, it tastes okay. Like it's, it's not something that you want to sit there and enjoy and be like, mm. you kind of just sort of swing, you kind of chug it down and and then move on with your day. But they said for best results. So you take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, so it absorbs better. So that's, that's what I've been doing. Okay. Tastes yeah. okay. Bottle's not great. 
looking forward to your report as we yes. go through 30 days. It better work then. But yeah, I want to hear this. No All problem. Right. So that was the one that thing one. I really wanted to, to, uh, to, to mention. And then also now this one uh, is specifically for Brian Edwards. Uh, Brian, I know you're listening. Uh, you recently upgraded your home theater system to 4K. So I'm going to tell you about two titles that I recently got. And I don't know whether these are movies that you may be interested in, but if you are, the transfers and everything are fantastic. First is Red Dawn, 1984, the classic Red Dawn. Yeah. Looks amazing, sounds great. They did a loving restoration of this movie. Uh, a bit of a downer. I forgot about that, uh, but it's pretty cool. Patrick Swayze, like it's loaded. Yeah, Charlie Sheen's in it. Leah Thompson's oh, right. in it. Um, it's just the list goes on and on. Jennifer Grey, before Dirty Dancing, so you know. Patrick Swayze and her did work together in this film. I don't think I ever saw it. I I was as soon as you said Red Dawn, I was thinking of Red Scorpion with Dolph Lundgren. Different movie. I know. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got the scorpion in it. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, the, the, but you know what, Jay? If you want to, it has a Blu-ray. It came with a Blu-ray, so uh, we can easily arrange a screening if you want to see it. Okay. It's good, but like I said, it's a bit of a downer. What's it about? Uh, uh, it's it's set in a world where the Russians invade the U.S. Oh, so topical. <laughs> well, it was in 1984, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Anyway, Brian Edwards, if you do like Red Dawn, uh, it does look amazing in 4K. It would probably be a nice addition to your library. Okay. What the else? Next, the next one I got was Mary Shelley's Frankenstein from 1994. Remember this one with Robert De Niro as the monster directed by Kenneth Branagh? Not and really. he's in it as well. Um, who else is in it? Uh, Helena Bonham Carter is also in it. Oh. You, know, you know her? Uh, the guy yeah. who played Bilbo Baggins uh, in the OG yeah. uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm trying to, what's his name? You know the guy. I know him. I, I can't name him. Uh, he's, uh, it's not Sam Elliott. Anyway, <laughs> it's not Sam no, Elliott. Not, not at all. <laughs> not even close. Sorry, Sam. That's insulting. Yeah. Uh, Ian Holm. Ian Holm oh, is in okay. it as well. So, uh, and? it looks great. Oh. <laughs> Again, Bit of a downer at the end, uh, but it was better than I remembered. I remembered seeing it as a kid, and, and I don't know, maybe I didn't get it. There's lots of scenes where the camera is spinning around the actors talking, like almost like you're in a, uh, a vortex. There's a whole bunch of these scenes yeah. where the camera is spinning around and around and around the two people who are in the scene talking. So it's a bit weird. Right. It, stylistically, it's very... I haven't seen a movie like that, I don't think before or since, where there's been a bunch of that anyway better than i remembered looks great sounds great and you know i'm happy that i added it to my collection and you might be too brian edwards or anyone else who has a 4k setup let us know what you think brian on that and you know what thank you for bringing back supplements corner and 4k corner 4k corner i don't think has ever gone away i always seem to shoehorn at least one or two little nuggets of 4k uh almost every show Nice. I'm seeing the logo as like a four and then a K and they're going into a corner and then it corner is spelled out of the K, even though it's not how you spell corner. I think you and your misspellings. I love it's it. Like a, it's like, a, <laughs> yeah, love that. Listeners, if you ever want Ooh. a creative way to spell something, just reach out to Jay. He can help you out. I mean, he came up with two shot Tuesday, the number two S D A Y and then another two. It's the hardest podcast to find because it's, it's impossible to search by the number two. It's not impossible. Anyway, you got to want it, though. And speaking want of want it, we hope that you will be with us again and want to be with us next oh, week, beautiful. listeners. That's our show. Jason, 
always a pleasure to catch up with you, buddy. And uh, I think you and I are due for an in-person visit. We'll discuss this offline, but we're definitely due. And uh, listeners, I hope your summer is going well. And don't forget the X is on if you guys are interested in that. I'll be there Thursday, this coming Thursday. Me and Linda, I'm going to hit the midway and try and win the toy. So wish me luck. You can reach out to us anytime you want on our text line, 647-486-4848. You reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Short of that, you know that we'll be with you on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts each and every Tuesday. Beautiful. See you then, Jay. Bye. 